In difficult days and facing dire circumstances, it is always good to remind ourselves that God is greater than all. Scott Pauley is examining the miracles of Jesus recorded for us in God's Word. Our hope is that the message in these miracles will become real in your life. Christ is enough. Let's open our Bibles and join the study now. The miracle that we come to today is unique for many reasons. It is only recorded by Dr. Luke. Uh, it is the record of Jesus healing not one leper, as we previously studied in another place and time, but now ten lepers, ten being a number of fulfillment and completion, as in like the Ten Commandments, showing our Lord's ability to take care of all the needs that are presented to him and all who will believe him. But it's also unique in that there is in it a note of gladness and a note of sadness. Let me read just a little bit. You'll understand Luke 17 and verse 11, it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There was not found that returned to give glory to God save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith, hath made thee whole. In the first part of the story, it's all gladness. I mean, honestly, in a moment of time, 10 lepers are healed, made whole. 10 families radically changed. 10 transformations. I mean, this is, this is beautiful. But in the last half of the story, there's a, a little tinge of sadness, a little note of sorrow in the words of Jesus. Where are the nine? This miracle speaks to the great necessity of gratitude. Faith is what brings us to the Lord. Faith is what brings the Lord into our circumstance. But gratitude ought to grow out of it. Gratitude ought to be the natural response of the goodness of God in our lives. Old Dr. Bob Jones Sr. used to say, when gratitude dies on the altar of a man's heart, he's well nigh gone. I want you to know that when gratitude is present. A grateful man needs no other motivation for faith, for service, for anything. When a man is grateful, every beautiful fruit grows in the garden of gratitude. But friends, every wicked thing, every sin, every bit of covetousness grows in the garden of ingratitude. I wonder which garden is growing in you today, gratitude or ingratitude? And what do we observe in this story of this miracle? First of all, we see Christ's love for lepers. Again, this picture of leprosy, which frequently in the gospel records represents for us decay and corruption. It was a death sentence. Leprosy was incurable. It took some miraculous intervention. Medicine was not able to fix this situation. And yet Jesus is. I love this. He comes to them. When others run away, he comes to them. 
The Bible says these lepers stood afar off. Legally, they had to stand a hundred paces away. That's about two to three hundred feet away from everybody else. And remember, they would have to cry out unclean. There was this distance and this separation. What a reminder of what sin does for all of us. Aren't you glad, though, when others run away, and even when you are afar off from God, Christ comes to you? And then he puts his eyes on them. He looks at them. He sees them, uh, not with disdain, but with love and compassion. And then he speaks to them. He doesn't ignore them. Aren't you glad Jesus doesn't ignore sinners? Aren't you glad Jesus doesn't ignore sufferers? No, Christ loves the lepers. I'm glad to tell you today, Christ loves you. He loves you with everlasting love, unending love, perfect love. Christ loves lepers. And not only do I see Christ's love for the lepers, I see in this story Christ's command of their condition. He was in charge even of leprosy. With a word, he healed them. He healed them immediately. He healed them completely. I mean, the moment they obeyed, as they went and did what Jesus said, immediately they were made whole, so much so they could go be presented to the priest in that moment of time. It wasn't a process. It was an instant. That's a picture of salvation, isn't it? Oh, the Lord may over time work in a heart to ready a man, to draw a man, but in an instant he makes him whole. In an instant he makes him clean. Friend, in an instant, you can be right with God. He had command of this condition. In fact, the word they used for him here, master, literally means commander. They were acknowledging that Christ could simply say the word and everything would have to obey. Say the word, Lord, and we will obey. Whatever you tell us to do. And so we see Christ's love for the lepers and his command of the condition. But then here's the real essence of the story. We see Christ's inquiry at their ingratitude. He asked a question. Wait a minute, weren't there ten of you? Uh, where, where are the other nine? I'll remind you that when our Lord asks questions, it's not because he doesn't already know the answer. He's not looking for information. This question is an examination. It's like when he asked Adam, Adam, where art thou? He knew exactly where Adam was. He's not asking for man's sake. Uh, he, he already knows the answer. No, he's asking for our sake. He's asking because he's trying to probe a little bit. Uh, where are they? Why did not they return? Uh, may I point something interesting out to you? The Bible says that the one man who did return was a stranger. What does that mean? It literally gives us the idea that this man was not a practicing Jew, uh, that the other nine very likely were Orthodox Jews. So where did they go? Well, once they presented themselves to the priest, they returned to their religious routines. They returned to their homes and families. They returned to their business and their own personal interests. But this man, he returned to Jesus. This is powerful, my friends. The other nine went about their rituals, went, went on with whatever was expected of them as Orthodox Jews now. There was a 16-day process of offerings and rituals and all of that. But this one man knew he had to do one thing. He had to get to Jesus. He had to praise Jesus. Friend, get out of your rut and get out of your routine today. Pause long enough just to say, thank you, Jesus. When was the last time you lifted holy hands to God, raised a voice to the Lord and said, praise God. Thank you for not letting me go to hell. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for, for making me clean. I wonder if these numbers don't hold true today. If nine out of ten believers probably live this way. We've been changed. We've been delivered. We've been healed. And now we live our normal religious lives with little thanks to the one who did it all. 
Friend, pause today. Be the one, not the nine. People don't give because they don't appreciate what they've been given. We don't give thanks because we don't really appreciate the magnitude of what we have received. Christ showed us mercy. Mercy. That's what they prayed for. He gave them mercy. Christ showed us power. That's what they got, the power of God. Would you turn back and with a loud voice today, would you glorify God? Would you fall down on your face at his feet? And the words of verse number 16 of Luke 17, giving him thanks. This is one thing every one of us can give him today. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Give him thanks, give him praise, and give him glory. It's the least we can do. It's the one offering we can bring with a grateful heart for all that Jesus Christ has done for us. Praise God. Christ is enough. What an encouragement to know that regardless of the situation, we can trust the Lord Jesus. You can find a Bible reading schedule through the Miracles of Jesus and many additional study resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Visit us online today and let us know that you're listening. We are very grateful that you are making this journey with us through God's Word. Until next time, remember this, Christ is enough.